I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. For those of you who wish Lit Sis was more than once a week, did you know that we have our own individual book Instagrams and book blogs that you can read any of our reviews from now and all of time? If you are wanting that Lit Sis feel in your normal routine, you can always check us out. Mine is at Maddie Reads a Lot on Instagram. And mine is at Brooke and Binding on Instagram. But wait, there's, there's more. more. I also have a Facebook page, Brooke and Binding, and a blog, Brooke and Brian, Bind, Binding.com. That was sounding that was so such a good. good. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. All right, you guys. I know that we're a little bit late to the train because Valentine's Day was like five days ago. You probably okay, should have done true. this a couple days before Valentine's Day. But I feel like uh, the month Friday. of February is like all love. Like the month yeah, of that's true. The month of romance. It's just se. the month of love. Have you read any romance books so far? Uh no. No. Um, I, I don't. I, I I did. I I read one. I don't think I did. I I don't think so. I think I've read two thrillers. What was my second book? Yeah. Nope. 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 No romance. Three thriller slash dramas with a little bit of romance in a few of them. This last one I read was hilarious and had some romance. So maybe that counts but it definitely sure. wasn't romance based i read one but i love the, the good romance it was the love hypothesis and that was that was uh romantic well i yeah sounds like it but i'm a, I'm a sucker for romance i don't know if you guys remember if you've been with mm-hmm. us for a little while couple years now we i think this was last year and i should have confirmed but we did something super fun because maddie has been someone who's like anti-romance novel reader mm-hmm. someone who is like don't give me a cartoon cover of a person because i think that's ridiculous it's you so know stupid. like i will never read something that has a cartoon person on the cover and i still think it's dumb she has changed her tune people her whistle has changed um she actually just read one I and did. last year i think or the year before I quizzed her and kind of gave her a little test to see if a premise of a book sounded interesting without her seeing the cover and the title, if it sounded interesting without seeing the cover. And if all of that stuff panned out, then she saw the cover. And (laughs) I think it was around the same time. And a lot of them were like, had these cartoon characters on them or like a little cheesy on the outside. And she actually was like, oh, there's actually a few things out there that I would be interested in and I should not judge it by its cover. That but is today, true. Today we're totally judging it by its cover. Like 100%, 100% total flip. We're judging covers. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm really excited about this one. Yeah. So we are looking at good. There's 36 most anticipated romance novels. Um, on Goodreads, Haley got it in her email today. Um, today. 
and we are going to go through Haley and I both have chosen five books each that based on their cover sounded interesting to us um and then I got the idea like let's just guess what we think the premise is about and then the other person's going to let us know what it's actually about Mm -hmm. see if we'd actually still want to read it or not yes so I think we could kind of not like do this like a game, but kind of like a game. We could see how many or how how close we get. Yeah, I think that'd be it. really great. And then like points and then like a winner, right? Um, you know, maybe secretly we will be keeping track of points. I yeah. don't know. Do you want to keep track of points? Nah, we yeah. don't really have though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we each have, I don't know if you said the exact number, we each have five that Mm -hmm. um, have stood out to us solely cover alone. Now, some of these, we actually, like, I know for me, um, the ones I did not choose out of the list are ones that I already knew I wanted to read. So I thought we could maybe um, mention those briefly, just to give you the the cover or the the titles and the author, because the authors are pretty, you know, well-known. And uh, I think I I think it's like kind of obvious, like oh yeah, we would for sure both have picked this one, mm-hmm. and maybe we both already know what it's about, stuff like that. So these ones, the ones we're about to mention, are not ones that are part of the game. These are just ones that we actually for real want to read, no matter what. Yes. So which one is your first one that for sure you want to read? Go for it. Uh, Book Lovers by Emily Henry. Uh, yeah, definitely. Duh. Emily Henry, you see the name of the author. The cover is so stinking adorable. The title is amazing. Um, for me, I actually also really want to read One Night on the Island by Josie Silver. Mm-hmm. You've read two of her books. Yes, I love her. Um, you like her too. I do. I've read one of her books. Yeah, she's really good. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm pretty sure that book is on your uh, birthday list. I, I think you're right. It probably is. Again, you see these authors and like, oh, yeah. Um, but another one on here, Mad, that I know you really want to read that you actually sent to me the other day. Did mm-hmm. you see which one I'm talking about? Um, it's the only other one that's on my want to read. So I'm guessing it is The Roughest Draft. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I it's, better guess correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And this is by two different authors, Emily Wiberly and Austin Sigmund Broca. Mm-hmm. And then I know I had another one on here. Oh, okay. Hold on. I know for sure that one. Um, I don't know if you saw it, Mad, but it snuck in there. Another Beth O'Leary. Book. I did see it. Yes. Yes. The No Show. Again, have not even seen this until this link right now. And I saw the title. Or I saw the author and I was like, reading it. (laughs) Because you just, you start to get, you know, you have these people that you enjoy. You have the authors that you recognize. And no matter what they write, most likely you're going to read it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you want to read The Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover? Because that one is also pretty popular right now. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um. The first Colleen Hoover book I read was Verity. Yes. Which was a mistake. So good. Yeah, I know because you think all her books are going to be thrillers and they're they're romances. They're mostly romances. And that's that's what's really hard for me is like there's like a whole group of like people 
TikTok who are just obsessed with Colleen Hoover books. And then there are these other people who are like Colleen Hoover haters that are like, her books are sound like Wattpad books and like they're the writing's not even that good. It's just like people get hooked by the romance. Anyway. Wait, what did you just call them? Wattpad? Wattpad, which is like people publishing like like fan fictions or like their own personal writings people to read. It's like a huge oh, thing I when I was in high school. So people think that it's like that kind of quality writing. Oh, I see. Who are Colleen Hooper haters. And there's people who are obsessed with her coho. Um, I liked Verity and I might read Layla, which I think is like more of a similar like psychological vein. Didn't I tell you that was one that I had and then I returned it from the, yeah, to the yeah, library? Yeah, for sure. But I think it's, <laughs> it, it feels more Verity-like. So I might try that one. Yeah. Um, but I don't really, I haven't read the descriptions of literally any of her other books. So I, I, could, I couldn't even tell you if I wanted to read them. But like literally everywhere on BookTok, people will be like, amazing book. Like every single one of Colleen Hoover's books. And I'm like, okay, great. I, sure. But I'm not, I don't feel like led to read anymore. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. All right. I think, so this is how this game is going to go. I I have said I want to read the Colleen Hoover, but I'm not like obsessed. Kind of like you, I'm wishing she had more thrillery stuff, but maybe yes. Maybe. And you haven't, which is the only other Colleen Hoover I yes, read. That's true. Which is also it is good. I think it's I think it's overhyped up. TBH. It is a very good book. I think it's it could have been better, but I don't think anyone else in the book wrote it. Yeah, I get so. that. Okay, so here's the game. I have five books. Maddie has five books. We have only picked these books by the covers alone and, like, obviously the title. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to guess ourselves what we think this book is about. And the other person will be checking for us and looking at mm-hmm. the synopses to see how close we actually are. This or is going to be fun. <laughs> to the truth um and we'll give just a brief you know synopsis of what it actually is if we don't obviously hit it on the head which that's correct i don't foresee happening i i I i'm gonna guess it i have i have a strong feeling that i'm gonna be right for all of them yeah well we will see okay so who should go first should we flip a coin um do you have a coin near you i have a coin perfect flip a coin i'll call tails Okay, here we go. It's heads. <laughs> okay, you I go, go first. first then. All righty. Okay, so my first book that immediately stood out to me is actually the first book on this list, and it's uh-huh. called Weather Girl. <laughs> oh, okay. no, is that one of yours? No, it's not. I just okay. I, I looked at the title, and I immediately was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks super cute. Okay, um, what do you think Rachel, it's about? Rachel Lynn Solomon. Um, well, I would like to think it's actually about a real weather girl, like someone who does newscasting, mm-hmm. um, and she really has these aspirations for, I don't know, being, being, a a weather reporter. Um, mm-hmm. and she falls for maybe another newscast guy, or there's maybe someone in her neighborhood or maybe it's something even along the vein of like every time she sees this guy, it starts to rain 
and there's this like little trope about the weather or rain in particular with their relationship I don't know tell me okay you're kind of right a little bit okay okay so so it's about this girl who's a meteorologist Oh, yes. So she okay. is a weather person, and her the, sh- the issue she's trying to move up in her job, but her boss is in a, temptu- a temptuous relationship with her ex husband and is too distracted to give her the mentorship that she wants to move oh, up. And so she's very yes. Yeah, so she's very optimistic, and the only person who understands how she feels is this guy who's the sports reporter. Oh, fun! And they work together, team up to try to solve because, um, because the two, like the ex husband works at the so it's these two exes that are angry at each wow. other at their office. So the two reporters, the other person, decide to work together and their bosses back together. It says, but their well-meaning meddling backfires when real chemistry builds between them. Oh my gosh, that sounds so adorable! You can't tell me that doesn't sound cute. I don't know. I feel like it sounds like um, <laughs> this movie that uh, that my husband and I watched where it's like these two interns trying to get their bosses to fall in love so that they can have time off instead of working like all hours of the day. So it sounds like a movie I've already seen. So I'm not that interested in it, TBH. Well, I think it sounds adorable. Well, I'm glad for you. Okay. So then what is you? Okay. Wait. So how many points do I get there? I say, what if we have a total of five points? Premise? Uh, maybe like the relationship of the people mm-hmm. and maybe if it's if maybe oh okay how about three points and then maybe if it's like a friend to lover or an enemy to yeah, lover like trope right yeah if we get the trope so there's three points right there you get three so, points you're 100 no no no, right? no 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 oh, no okay. i'm saying there's a total of three available oh okay i think you got two Okay, give me two. And you can you can you kind of got like what it's about ish. You didn't get the part about like the boss. That's part of the plot. No, but, you but did I did get, say like, that co-worker. Fell in love with a coworker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So are you gonna keep points track of my points or am I you gonna keep, keep, keep track? track of your own points? Okay. I trust okay, you. Okay, so now which book stood out to you? So the next the one for me that's first is How to Love Your Neighbor by Sophie Sullivan. Um, purely because I like the phrase love your neighbor. It's something that I like to think about in my day to day. But it's these two cartoon characters where it actually says how to hate your neighbor. And there's this girl with a paint thing that crossed out hate and wrote love. So to me, it looks like they're neighbors, obviously. And I think that it's about this girl who she, I think she moved in next door. She's a new neighbor. She's got this really bitter neighbor who's, like, kind of angry all the time for some, like, deep reason. Like, maybe he's, like, going divorce or, like, he has, like, a parent that's really sick that he has to have. But anyway, he's, like, bitter towards everyone, including the new neighbor. Or maybe happy towards everyone and just bitter towards her. Anyway, he's just mean to her. And she's, like, this really bubbly person who wants to try and win him over. And so through a series of quirky things... She um, wins him over and they become friends and eventually fall in love. Okay. Um, not really. What? Yeah. I'm going to maybe give you one point because it is kind of like an enemy to lover thing. Thank you. Um, but the rest of it's not right. So it. it's about this girl who 
went to interior design school and she has this opportunity to fix up a house that's on a beach which is like her dream job like you know finishing she Mm -hmm. gets to do you know put her degree to work and um she's uh super excited about it but the biggest roadblock that she has has is that this guy moves next door his name is noah and he's a real estate developer Mm. and he's trying to expand the area and try to take over the house that she is currently working and living in next door oh so it says with the rules of being neighborly going out the window grace and noah are in an all-out feud so it's kind of that feudy thing it's like okay you're gonna go against me because like i have something you want kind of thing and then i'm sure they like they win each other's hearts over but who knows does he back back down or yeah. does he give in you never figure out you will have to figure out added to my want to read but i agree yeah. i only get a point for that i actually really liked this one as well so i have a backup so i'm glad oh, i have a backup okay. good um the next one is actually for me right next door made in manhattan yes Lauren Lane is the author and it says beautiful Manhattan skyline with this very attractive looking sophisticated woman um like a not like a silhouette but just a simple drawing with some pearl Mm -hmm. necklaces and earrings and stuff um and it's pink which is very girly and whatnot so I you know what this does not help me at all this cover does not help me figure out what the (laughs) heck this is about I'm gonna say this is going to be about a girl who had kind of a rougher upbringing or maybe just came from like small town or just like was really, you know, had a hard time growing up. Something about, you know, she didn't have like a super luxurious life mm-hmm. and she ends up getting an opportunity in Manhattan and literally gets made like she gets opportunities to work her way up the ladder or whatever it is. And, um, just really starts thriving and I don't know maybe she like has someone that she fell in love with from the past that you know used to love her for who she used to be or where she used to be and she's trying to be this whole sophisticated person now Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so maybe she's trying to find this balance between well this is who I really am deep down but I was made here and this is kind of how I am now so how do I balance who I am inside but who i've become you get zero points oh my god i knew it but doesn't that sound awesome <laughs> that also sounds good yes okay so this is a reverse my fair lady so it's this oh. like very like fancy lady who lives in manhattan um teaching this guy from louisiana how to fit in with the upper crust of new york city so she was raised in manhattan she wears the right clothes never rocks the boat she does all the right things and then um, her grandmother asks her to teach the grandson of her friend how to fit in with the New York City's elite so that he can um, take, like, become the heir of his, to a family come Manhattan. Um, and then, but he's only playing along for the paycheck in the end. He doesn't have motivation to actually become fancy. And it says, but somewhere amidst antagonistic dinner parties and tortured tux fittings, Kane and Violet come to a begrudging understanding and the uptight Violet realize she's not the only one doing the teaching. Man, that sounds so cute. That sounds cute. 
Yeah, I think that sounds you're, adorable. You're wrong. Totally wrong. Totally wrong. <laughs> Man, I have okay, high hopes for myself. I know. Well, they, I have. I, I at least have a point on you. So yeah, you have. Now two, this I is a chance one. for you to even up, or at least take the lead. So what's I your know. next book on here that that's looking good to you? So my next one is Lockdown on London Lane by Beth Reekles. Okay. Um, was that was that one of yours? Nope. Okay, so it's this it looks like an apartment. It's kind of blue with all these people's silhouettes um, of their lights of their apartments on. They're all kind of looking out at something. Um, and so I feel like it's going to be some sort of like all happened in one night kind of story where um, these people in the apartment building have some down related to maybe there's like a, like a bomb threat or like there was like a murder or something happened that on the sh- like in their building or the street or whatever that makes it so people are kind of like stuck where they are um and then i think maybe potentially the love is between um maybe this i'm gonna say it's uh former lovers back to lovers like say like one person came over to like get their stuff from their like ex and then the lockdown happens before they can leave and while they're stuck in the apartment building um everyone's kind of like curious about what's going on but then the two people who you know had broken up and are now stuck in the apartment together half um throughout the night of being locked down together uh fall in love again um i'm gonna stretch and give you one point thank you (laughs) okay (laughs) so it is about a lockdown obviously um but apparently the building management decides that they're going to impose a seven-day quarantine on all the apartment buildings on London Lane. Mm-hmm. And it's actually about multiple different couples. Oh, So it's like there's a couple, you know, that really is, you know, they're working out. So that's the point I'm giving you. Like, a Okay, couple, thank you. Thank you. Couple that's like working through some stuff. But there's like makeups, breakups. It says love-ins and blowouts. Friendships are tested as everyone scrambles to make it through the week unscathed. Um, Hmm. and so there's all these different you know there's like new romance that's budding there's a one night stand that gets stuck in the lockdown so they're like hey I just met you we did some stuff and now we're stuck together for a week Um, there's people that apparently really are into each other or people that are really into each other but now they're they're, it's about like that they're um, end up on either side of a locked door. So maybe oh they goodness. like are apartment buddies and they can only chat with each other. They're like loners, you know, uh-huh. in their own apartment, but they like kind of like each other and they're next door and they talk to each other like that. I don't know. Interesting. But, yeah. So all these different people going through it, you know, just, I, I don't know. So I'm going to give you kind of one point because there are some like, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot of tropes that could have fit with this book. Thank you. So I appreciate I'll give that. Give you one. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Does that sound interesting? Yes, to you, I think or? it does. I added it to my want to read because I like the idea of looking at the multiple couples. The only issue is that sometimes when they do that, it can be confusing. Yeah, so we'll see. Definitely trying to keep everyone straight. Mm-hmm. All right. What was your third one that stood out to you? Okay. This is where I got to make up some points. Okay, <laughs> good. The Good Girl Complex by L. Kennedy. Now, okay, this cover is a girl sitting on a beach, watching a guy 
swim in the ocean um, during like sunset or something like that. Um, so it makes me think there's this girl and she's a good girl. Mm-hmm. And she does all things right. She's like type A person, never really breaks the rules, doesn't push boundaries or anything like that. But there's this guy, and in the picture, he's got a little tattoo mm-hmm. on his arm. Mm. So that's a little scandalous. Um, he's like a bad boy, maybe, and she is drawn to him, but she knows that, like, that's maybe not the smartest decision to make. Like, why would mm-hmm. I want to go for a bad boy? I know he could break my heart. I know blah, blah, blah. But there's something about him that she's really intrigued by. And the complex is that, like, she has a hard time letting go of like maybe the should be's or who she should want to go after and stuff like that and just kind of mm. going with her heart and who she is attracted to or who she wants to give it a chance with or who she feels a connection with mm-hmm. so her complex is I'm a goody two-shoes girl and it kind of stops me from maybe it might stop her from or it's holding her back maybe from going after someone that she actually really likes and is interested in. And it's this rebellious guy with the tattoo that she's Mm -hmm. watching go swimming. Okay. I'm going to give you two points. Yes. Come back. Yeah. So it's about this girl. She's a people pleaser. She has demanding parents, prep school friends, her longtime boyfriend, and she is 20 years old. And all she wants to do is focus on growing her internet business, but she must first get a college degree. So you're kind of missing this part of her, like, kind of moving. So she moves to a beachside town with a community made up of locals and wealthy students. So um, she has had a lot of practice suppressing her wilder impulses. But when she meets local bad boy, Cooper Hartley, that ability is suddenly tested. So he's rough around the edges. But he he thinks at first that she is one of, like, the rich trust fund kids. And soon, uh. soon he realizes that she isn't and he falls for her. But then, Ah. as she starts feeling accepted by him, he has a secret that threatens the only place she's ever felt at home. So you're missing kind of, like, why she's at the beach place and the fact that he's got a secret. So she doesn't, like, kind of push through her complex. It's that, like, the big thing is that there's something he's hiding. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate the two points. Yeah, I mean, you got the bad you got kind of her personality which gets like the good girl complex makes it good like makes it obvious but yeah. i'll give i'm giving you two. Oh, thanks yeah i think that sounds super cute it's definitely added to the want to read good all okay, right Matt, so can you ca- can you catch up i have no idea i well, honestly like i want to look at this cover closer i'm not okay, gonna well, read about something so the book the Sweet Spot by Trish Dollar Dollar. Um, and so it has like the these two people back to back with a dog, it looks like, looking up at the stars on like this cabin on the yes. lake. And there's yeah. another building in the background across from the yes. lake. I which I that. feel like may be part of it. It's a Beck Sisters number two. Um mm. so I'm guessing one of these is a Beck sister. <laughs> People back makes me concerned that they don't really like each other. I don't know. We'll see. So I'm gonna guess this is probably really wrong. Um, I always think it's gonna be enemies to lovers. That's what I like. But I'm gonna say that there is this cabin. Hmm. No, I'm gonna be way too deep. 
Um, the cabin, same hotel. There was enough space or whatever, but they end up staying at this cabin. But it's this person, these two people who potentially know each other. No, I think they know each other. They are. Uh, I think they're in a relationship. I think they're in a relationship, and they're supposed to go on this nice trip. But they're like everything's not going right, so they end up at this cabin instead of this nice hotel, which is that other place across from Lake. And they're trying to oh, that's a cat on her lap. Um, and they're trying to like reconcile their relationship that's kind of falling apart. And they found that all that they need to become a better couple is to find themselves out in nature and away from all the things that keep them preoccupied, like their jobs and other responsibilities. And they find their love for each other again. Okay. I'm stretching with a one point. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so bad. And, and the point is because it is a Beck sister. Her name is Rachel. Oh my God. (laughs) So stupid. Okay, And there is a luxury hotel. Thank you. um, But she it's kind of interesting. So she uh, works. Uh, her job is the night reservations manager at this luxury hotel in Miami Beach. But she gets fired for something she didn't do. And so she mm. inquires about another management position, which is at this brewery hotel in Lake um, on an island in Lake Erie. And she just packs up her and her daughter. She's a single mom. And they just decide to go there where she meets that guy who's handsome yet mm. moody, but mm. he knows everything about brewing beer and nothing about running a hotel. So they kind of like team up. He's good at doing the brewery stuff. She is good at running the hotel stuff. And they kind of team up to like help build this hotel. And, and it says even rebuild her own life from the ground up. So they're kind of teaming up. They don't really know each other, but they kind of become like they know each other through this mutual opportunity, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I was extremely wrong. Yeah, but one one point for Beck. For I will sure. say, I say also give me a point for like the thing with the hotel not working I, out. You know, I was, okay, I was thinking about that, but also, I, but also there is a hotel. Yes, there is a hotel in the, like, there's something that hotel doesn't work out. Like, there's something with the hotel that doesn't work out right. Yeah, but it was, but, but you said it was because, and they ended up having whatever, whatever. Anyway, and they were not, they're not a couple on a trip. Whatever. I'll accept my one point. Okay. How about the one point can be that you mentioned hotel and you mentioned a Beck sister? That's fine with me. It's a combo one point. Okay. Okay. All right. My next book is called Reputation by Lex Croucher. And it says, a lady is nothing without one. Oh, that's, I thought for a second, I was like, a lady is nothing without another lady. And I was like, what? Mm. Uh, Without a reputation. Um, Okay. Uh. So it's got these four women on the cover that are 18th century, 19th century dressed um not like hoop skirts or anything but you know you got the long gloves and the the poofy little sleeves Mm -hmm. and the the like baby doll top think like pride and prejudice outfits yeah okay okay um but they each have like a vice in their hands it looks like some are drinking alcohol one 
Oh no, they all have alcohol. They all have one's got a bottle. <laughs> one's got a bottle. I thought one of them had a cigarette, but they all have glasses. It looks like a glass spilled. Like this one girl had a glass and she's like, hand me the bottle instead. So I think it's about this tag team group of girls during it's kind of like I want to say like a historical romancy type thing where it actually is based in this time frame. Um um, and I think they are like a tag team group of girls who push limits and buttons for their cultural society time. And they, um, you know, probably um, they, I don't, I don't know. It's, I, I, I feel like it's, I don't really see this necessarily as a book that's like about this one girl and one guy relationship. I see it's like, this group of girls and they go through maybe like struggles with husbands or boyfriends or things like that. And it's like, or, or, ooh, 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 I changed my mind. These are these girls that have a, had a hard time actually finding a spouse. And they're like the single girls of the town because their reputation is that they're the bad girls. And they have a hard time like locking someone down. Because they push limits and they don't follow the like status quo of the culture and the rules and stuff like that. But one by one, each of them eventually finds a guy through the course of the book that like accepts them for how they are and kind of pushes back with them, like pushes the limits back with them and lets them be who they are without trying to like control them or make them who they're not. So, um, I don't know how many points to give you, TBH, because I don't know how much you, I really don't know if you hit anything. Oh, okay. So, it is kind of a, it is kind of about a girl and a guy. Oh, it is? Yeah. So, I don't really read anything in the premise about the other girls. So, it says that there is, it's like a Regency era twist for fans of Mean Girl and or Jane Austen. Abandoned by her parents. I literally was about to say, this makes me think of. I said Pride and Prejudice. It's true. Anyway, okay, maybe. Going. Okay. Um, no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Middle class Georgiana has moved to a new town to live with her dearie aunt and uncle. And at a doll party, she meets the enigmatic Francis Campbell, a wealthy member of the in crowd who lives a life Georgiana couldn't have imagined her wildest dreams. Lonely and vulnerable, she falls in love with Francis. She falls in love with Francis and um, her. Oh, no, wait. Francis is a girl. Just kidding. She falls in with Francis and her unfathomably rich, deeply improper friends. I read this wrong. It's Francis with an E. I think you're kind of right. Georgiana is introduced into a new world, de- drunken debauchery, mysterious young men with strangely arresting hands, and the upper echelons of a Regency society. So they push the envelope of what it is. So this is the price to entry of high society might just be higher than Georgiana is willing to pay. And it's a wrong combat status relationship and the first love the first loves explores sex and consent in a time where reputation was absolutely everything and feminism in a time when women's rights were a completely different story with full of lavish parties, handsome men on horseback and a sense of humor that would have given Austin herself a chuckle. Okay. That's for sure. Like at least one point. Okay. Yeah. I will give you a point because I got the whole like bad reputation thing and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. pushing status quo, but it doesn't necessarily say that like they each fall in love eventually. Of yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. But All right. I'll give you do. a point. Yeah. You never know. All right. You get a point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to remember how many points you have. Cause I only know how many I have. Okay. Here we go. All right. So I have to marry and to meddle by Martha waters. So it's got these, again, very Regency era looking girl and guy looking at each other. 
and then there's a curtain around them, which makes me think of a stage. So my guess is that is these two people who are in a stage production of like some Shakespeare like story, or maybe it's too late in time to be Shakespeare. Anyway, they're doing some sort of stage production and or maybe not. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna change my mind. I think it is Regency era again. And it's these two people. It's gonna be similar to that one book at the top where it's like these two people are meddling the lives of other people, like their friends or something, to get them to fall in love and be together. But in the course of like meddling, they they like maybe it's like their siblings or whatever, like a friend or a sibling that needs to be married so the other person can go like live their normal life. Um in meddling, they end up falling in love themselves. And that's 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 what it's about. I don't know any other details than that. Oh. Uh, I wish you would have kept with like the theater. No. <laughs> Can I go back? No. no. I was so right that it's curtains, like a theater curtain. Yeah. But Ugh. you did say the word regency, and that is showing up here. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure how many points to give you. Let me give you a little synopsis here. I don't know if I can give you any, but we'll see. Um, and this is a third book of the Regency Vows series. Did you see that? Is that why you said Regency? No, it's just the, the well, okay. okay. Okay, well, look at that. Okay, so this lady, Emily, has been a debutante for six seasons, is now you know, ready to be like she should already be married by now, essentially. Um, but her only suitor is this like owner of her father's favorite gambling house, which is like not mm-hmm. a very good guy. Um, but then there's this other guy who is the second son of a Marquess. He's a pretty scandalous person um in society because he's an actor and he owns this theater. Um, and it's the kind of establishment where men would take their mistresses, not their wives. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but their lives intersected a house party and they ended up and they end up getting married out of convenience oh so she uses her society connections to remote the theater um and he takes her out from under the shadow of her father's unsavory associate so it's like hey i'll marry you if you help me if if i don't have to marry this other horrible guy and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the guy's like i'll marry you if you help me promote my theater Okay, so you don't have to give me any points if you don't. I was gonna say I don't know if you get any. Whatever. It sounds cute though. It does sound cute. I actually maybe would want to read that. Yeah, maybe start with the first Regency vow. Theater lovers. What's the first Regency vow? To have and to hoax, then to love and to loathe, and to marry and to meddle. All right. Yeah, I think this one maybe even looks the best to me because I just love the theater. Oh my. All okay. right. What's your uh, last one? It's my last chance to dominate. Like because okay. you're still winning. Well, we'll talk about it later. Here we go. Um, by the book by Jasmine Gilroy is my okay. last book. It says a meant to be novel. And it's got a girl, it's got these like rose vines climbing up the sides. And it's got this girl at the top sitting on the letters. And she's got these pages that she's like reading or throwing behind her. Kind of like rose petals, but they're like pages of books. Mm-hmm. And this guy down below is like catching them. Um, kind of gives me like Romeo and Juliet vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what would I what would I say? I meant to be novel. Hmm. 
I could go that route. Could I go that route? Hmm. I don't know if this is the right route. I'm going to go with a route that I don't think is correct. Okay. Because I can't think of anything else right now. Unless it's coming to me as I'm talking. Okay. So, a girl who is... Okay, wait. Buy the book. Hold on. Hearing your process is funny. Now I have two ideas. Okay, so my first idea... I'm going to go with this new idea. So, there's this girl who has tried to live by the book per the title. Like, tried to do everything right, you know, but everything has just been falling short. It's not been working for her. She's still single. She's still struggling finding a guy. So she decides to throw all of those out the window and just give life a chance. Like, just give, just kind of, like, go against, not, like, everything she's ever done before, but, like, just be like, you know what? This hasn't worked for me. I want to try something new. But in the process of doing that, there's actually going to be a guy who um, maybe is a friend, like a friend to lover. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Who is along for the journey with her. But because he knows like the things that she specifically has wanted to go after, like he's kind of the one like catching those things and is like, oh, I know she really likes this. And I know she's not going for it, but I'm going to use this to my advantage to mm-hmm, show her mm-hmm. that I actually do care for her and I do like her. And maybe she's a, a, oblivious to that, but he's like always really lo- like been in love with her. And so he's like using these notes that she's made for herself to like kind of win her heart. That's my guess. I'm going to give you a zero. Ah! Okay. Well, what was your other idea? Was, my other idea was... Um, Oh, shoot, what was my other idea? I don't remember what my other idea was now. Um, I don't remember what my other idea is, but because that one just took over. Okay. Ah, okay, no, so you just tell me. The main character, the girl, is works at a publishing house. Oh, um, and fun. she is still an editorial assistant and she feels overworked and underpaid. Um, and Does then she, she like edit romance novels and then she no. like has given up on romance. Okay. No. So when she overhears her profile author who has failed to deliver his long awaited manuscript, she sees this opportunity to finally get the promotion she deserves. So she goes to the author's Santa Barbara mansion to give him a pep talk. She quickly finds out she's in over her. He is, he is drawn just as lost as she is. And despite his standoffishness, she needs him to deliver, and with all her encouragement, his story begins to spill onto the page. They soon discover they have more in common than either of them expected. In years, um, Izzy and Bo, those are the names, begin to realize that there may be something there that wasn't there before. Yeah, totally zero. Would not have ever. That was not even my thing. So. <laughs> yeah, nope. No, nope. so, that sounds cute. I yeah, mean, that does sound cute. author and editor, and that's cute. Okay, last one, Mad. See if you can catch up. You, this could, you have a chance. Okay, so I have Lucy Checks In by D. Ernst. And there's words on it that I'm not going to read. I don't want it to give it a, anything away. Because I know it could probably give yes, me a hint. it's going to give you a hint. Yep, so I'm not going to read it. So I think it's about this girl named Lucy. Already got a point there. Um, and I believe uh-huh. she goes somewhere to Europe. She's escaping like a messed up career or a messed up love life 
from the United States and she goes over to Europe to go on this like fan- like amazing like trip where she uh, meets a lot of different people while she's like going to a lot of different countries and it's about how she's like checking in with herself emotionally and then also like makes a ton of connections with people who are traveling around Europe as well and then she like m- meets this one guy maybe she like gets like a part-time job or something while she travels and meets this one guy at a job or like meets this one guy because he and her stay at the same hostel together and so she's checking in with her heart and with her bags to all these places in Europe. Okay. I'm going to give you... Hold on. Can you tell me your last little part again? About like, the guy. So she meets this guy. Maybe she gets like a part-time job like waitressing or whatever or something wherever she's at. She meets this guy at a job or they like meet at a hostel that she stays in. So like she checks in physically with her bags and checks in with her heart. I think I might have to give you. What were our categories again? It was premise, like premise, trope, trope and um, like about the person, maybe. I don't remember. I'm going to give you, Plot in I'm general. Gonna, I'll give you two points. Ooh. Okay. So it really is about this girl who has, you know, actually like ran a hotel or was a part of like running a hotel oh, and things in. fall apart. And you know, something bad happens to her, um, you know, like her life falls apart and she moves to Europe. Okay. And she um, actually takes a job in France to manage a new hotel over there. But this charming hotel, you know, used to be this bustling place, but it's definitely like run down and not really up to par. So she, she like starts painting the rooms, building this website, getting to, you know, um, just trying to like help make this place a better place. Um, but she finds this guy who's irritatingly attractive artist and, and, and who I think lives in the hotel or mm-hmm. something. Um, they don't really say much about the guy in the description. So, I, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm going to give you another point because you said you, it's like, She's checking in like physically, but also with her heart, because it literally says it's about reclaiming your life, finding love and creating home in places you never thought possible. Okay. So it's like this feel good novel, not just about like romance, but also like just self checking. And she in left and a failed job. As I exactly. Said. She left a failed job. You did say that left a failed job and moved to Europe. So I got to give you two points for sure. Okay. Do you have? I have five points. I have five points. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's perfect. We tied. We tied. What no twins? Cheating. Yes. So maybe that means we'll just have to do this again and see who actually wins next yes. time. Yes. So fun. I love this game. This is so This is really fun. All right. So we found some nice ones, nice books. A lot of people, people are much better at writing plots 
by just making them up on the spot by looking at the cover. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, so that means that um, I got I got some books to put on my list. Oh, I've already added some stuff to my list. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, some some from you and some from me. So yeah, it's very exciting. I All know. Right. <laughs> this was really fun. I hope we could do this again sometime. Yes, this was super entertaining. It was entertaining for us. I hope it was for you guys. I know it was a longer episode, but it went by super fast for me. Mm-hmm. For sure, me so too. So excited. So know what you're reading right now because I feel like you've already read through all the things that I remember that you had currently in your possession so what are you reading right now you said you don't know or you do I don't know I don't remember oh yes so I'm currently reading Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone oh okay well that makes sense it's yes. February it is February it's when I read it again oh uh, you know right. what I thought and about what are you doing... reading what did you well, think I thought about I thought about doing starting up the James Potter series Ooh, I nice. think I might start that maybe in March. We'll see. Do it. Um, right now, I I just finished a book last night. So, or last night, two nights ago, I just finished a book. Anyway, finished the book, um, and I have decided to pump out Reckless Girls by Rachel Hawkins. Even though you told me it's horrible, yeah, I, I like just am like uh, I'm in like a tropical vibe feel, and I think. I'm in that thriller kick a little bit. I mm-hmm. would rather just kind of get it out of the way and mark it and be done with it and then move on to something else. But all my other stuff is like my other book of the months or things that maybe are a fantasy or more like a little bit more fiction or heavier. And I'm not really like in that mindset right now. I want something a little bit lighter. And mm-hmm. even if it's like thriller or murdery, that feels lighter to me than like something about family drama so fair point, fair point. <laughs> so I'm trying to pump this book out I'm really hoping to have it done by today if not tomorrow at the latest okay so well good luck get it done and yeah I will let you know if I give it higher than two stars I appreciate that I hope that you enjoy it more I don't know I if hope you I will. do too yeah I don't know yeah but I'm intrigued good luck <laughs> <laughs> thanks all right you guys thanks for taking a break from reading I hope, well, actually, I hope you enjoyed this episode in this new format. Um, we're going to do more like this again because it's pretty fun. Um, and I like playing games because I'm competitive. Um, yeah. So thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Mm-hmm.